Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Believe in Florida Gators. I'm your host, Zach Goodall. Find me on Twitter at Zach underscore Goodall. And I am Demetrius-less once again this week. He is still on vacation. He is limited up out in the mountains. He'll be back soon enough. We've got a uh, working on something special for as soon as he gets back. I think fans will be in for a bit of a treat then. They're also in for a treat today because, once again, I am joined by Brandon Carroll, who works with me over at allgators.com on Sports Illustrated Fan Nation. You can find him on Twitter at It's B Carroll. Brandon, say what's up to the people. How's it going, everyone? Glad to be back for my second straight week, my third overall appearance on the Believe in Florida Gators podcast. Uh, Obviously excited to get into some football, some recruiting, some basketball, everything we have on slate today. So appreciate y'all having me back. Let's do it. Uh, We're going to definitely be getting into recruiting. Uh, We're recording this after the news came out via report from our pals over at 247 Sports, uh, Jacob Rudner specifically, that quarterback Jaden Rashada is going to be officially visiting Florida very soon and very shortly before he makes his commitment on June 18th. We're going to talk about that and the potential ripple effect if he were to end up at Florida uh, as well as look at some visits that are coming up in the next month. Florida's going to get their officials underway throughout the month of June. We'll wrap up with a little bit of basketball talk, as I'm sure you guys were uh, expecting with Brandon back on the show. But first, a word from our partners at Bet Online. Uh, they continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NBA Finals, the NHL uh, Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, let's get to, uh, let's get to this big visit news that we got on Thursday, the day we are recording this episode uh, Jaden Rashada, the quarterback out of Pittsburgh, California, not Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, my home city, 412. Uh, but he has scheduled a visit to Florida right before his commitment date. Uh, he is going to be coming here June 7th to the 9th, again, according to Swamp 247's Jacob Redner. Uh, he He's squeezing a lot of official visits in here because, again, his commitment date is June 18th. He's planning on Texas A&M, I believe it's the 3rd to the 5th. LSU is likely the 5th to the 7th, and then Florida 7th to the 9th before he goes off to Las Vegas to compete uh, in a 7-on-7 tournament that Sports Illustrated All-Americans John Garcia will be at. I'm sure he'll get plenty of uh, of footage, catch up with Rashada, talk to him about this visit among the other ones, and provide a lot of updates. Uh, But Brandon, this is, as things stand, his last visit before he ends up making his college decision. Always a pretty good spot to be in if you get the last one, uh, just traditionally speaking. Where do you think Florida sits in this? I mean, he just came all the way across the country and met with them for the first time, had him in his top seven, immediately schedules an OV, days after he leaves Gainesville. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing that you have to say here is the Florida surge since they've had him on campus has been everything they could have asked for. And like I said last podcast, landing a guy like Rashada at the quarterback position is huge, not just for the football aspect of things, but also the recruiting aspect of things. He's a guy that other offensive players want to play with, a, a guy that other defensive play, you know, defensive players in general want to surround themselves with so that they can get the ball back to him when he steps on the field for his collegiate career. I think that right now with how Florida's kind of been really going all in on getting Rashada, they're in a great position. And I don't think that you can really say any differently as of right now. I don't, I don't think there's anything pointing in the fact that, you know, this is just a formality of his recruitment. He's just, you know, taking a, a free trip to Florida, anything like that. He's genuinely interested in what the Gators have to offer and what Billy Napier and staff has kind of pitched to him. And, you are looking at a guy who could potentially end up in orange and blue if everything goes correctly. Cause like you said, it's the last visit. He Florida has right now the last opportunity to pitch themselves to say, this is where you need to continue your collegiate career, your football career. And if that's, you know, something that happens, Florida's in uh, for some great news uh, come June 18th. Yeah, I certainly agree. And I mean, I think, we both agree how big of a need for uh, quarterback is for Florida at this point. And, and there's just like we've said before, it's a real top heavy class. There aren't too many options. Florida has been picky with who they've offered as a result. Rashada, unless you for some reason think maybe they could get Arch Manning, which just, who knows, but no, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to say no. Rashada is he, really your last option at this point. Guys are either committed elsewhere or trending elsewhere at this point that Florida has offered and been in on. So, but like you said too, like this opens a portal basically from California to Florida. You know, players out there already know Kiri Colbert. So they certainly receivers will follow Rashada as is because they want to play for him. But then, you know, the good players in California, specifically at receiver, are suddenly very likely to consider Florida strongly and probably come here up until the end. It, it, that would that, That's exactly what they need. I mean, we saw good offense over the years, especially you know from the Mullen campaign, but at the same time, the offensive recruits didn't show up. So now, instead, it's almost like flipped. You still, we still would need to see exactly how Napier is going to use them. I tend to think that's why a ton of quarterbacks weren't strongly considering Florida. They still need to see exactly what's going on but to have this immediate influx of talent that would come with Rashada would be everything the program needs and more, uh, especially a program that, as we all know, needs to needs to recruit better. Absolutely, and this was only, would only further uh, kind of recruiting pipeline. I don't want to say pipeline like in terms of like it's going to be a consistent flow of California guys into the University of Florida, but that's been an area. The West Coast in general has been an area Florida has not dipped their hand into in years they haven't really looked to the west coast to find talent but as soon as billy napier and company stepped into place they started looking towards the west coast they brought in arliss boardingham who's from california um andrew can you can you pronounce his last name i believe it's savanaya yeah that seven seven yeah i'm not even Someone. gonna try i'm I really probably sorry. messed it up too that's i'm okay. very sorry i just yeah and but anyways they, they were able to bring in both of those guys they were kind of asserting you know their presence in that area and now they're coming in to kind of give this you know continuation with Rashada I think if they're able to kind of make that a 
consistent thing with landing Rashada as well as the skill position players that feel like they, there's just multiple California skill position players that are pumped out each year that kind of arise to being top draft picks in the NFL whenever their career is over. It's going to be a very, very good thing for the University of Florida as they kind of build this foundation under Billy Napier. Yeah, and they're going to want to continue to build upon what they can get with Rashada with in-state talent and talent from across the Southeast. Uh, They've got quite a few official visits lined up for the month of June and extending on into the year. Uh, But we should, let's look over some of these uh, scheduled visits at this time, guys that we think really stand out on this list. It starts this weekend. We'll get you plenty of interviews and break them down to you over at allgators.com. They've got eight guys showing up for the weekend before Rashada comes next week on Tuesday. Uh, Trayon Webb is obviously someone that we've talked about a lot throughout really the whole spring. Come to a bunch of visits to Florida, um, really vibes with the new staff pretty well. Obviously, he's got family that played at Florida. He's a legacy there. He's someone that Florida is excited to get on campus this weekend, and, and he, I believe, makes his decision at the end of June, somewhere in that time frame. I know it's the summer. I believe it's the 30th. Uh, so he's obviously someone they want to wow right out the gates, leave a strong impression as he goes on to do things throughout the month of June. Uh, IMG Academy linebacker Jordan Hall is another one. Um, Brandon, I think you just wrote the story up on him the other day if you want to give a little more insight as to what's going on with him. But he's got a top five now. He scheduled an official visit to Florida some time ago, uh, and it's going to be this weekend one of several IMG players Florida's really in on. They've got a commitment uh, from Nijay Harris, the offensive lineman, Hall's teammate. Yeah, absolutely. And IMG is somewhere that that Florida is targeting very heavily, as we saw at the end of last cycle. They were trying to bring in as many as they can. They obviously got Kamari Wilson, which was out of left field, it seemed like. And now with Najee Harris, they're able to kind of continue this, I guess, uh, kind of streak of landing IMG guys if they're able to get Jordan Hall. Like you said, he dropped the top five not too long ago, and it included the likes of Michigan State, Notre Dame, uh, North Carolina, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm blanking. Hold on. He is also – he put in – Michigan as well, another another Michigan team. So he really to stay in the South, to stay right here where he's at with IMG, Florida's that only option um, as, as of right now. He has a previous connection with Jay Bateman during his Bateman's time at North Carolina. Those two have seemed to click really well. Bateman's actually been uh, kind of big in a lot of recruitments thus far with guys seeming to kind of connect with him uh, and, and kind of name drop him whenever they talk about how they're relationships are at the University of Florida and Hall in general has seemed like he has been very very focused on kind of getting all the information he possibly can with this new staff in place so I wouldn't be surprised if he does leave the University of Florida kind of feeling um, very solid about where where he stands and then vice versa where Florida stands with him as he goes forward into those Michigan State and Notre Dame visits. Another Bateman guy is Grayson Howard uh, from Andrew Jackson up in Jacksonville, 904, Duval baby. Uh, He'll be visiting on the third and wide receiver Aiden Mizell uh, out of Boone, Orlando, uh, a fan favorite. Uh, He's a legacy as well. He had a mom competing track here. Uh, His dad, I don't know if he played any sports, but I know he also came here, so double Gator family. Uh, Fans are excited to have him on campus. He's got a top schools list. Uh, That does include Florida. They should be in it right until the end. 
Uh, there's Jaden Rashada next week. Uh, a couple days after is another midweek visit from Peter Woods uh, out in Alabama. He's got Florida in his top four. He's one of the best D-linemen, five-star uh, in the nation, going back for a while. He was discovered, I believe, as a freshman or sophomore, and Florida's kind of always been in that top ten, even top five mix as of late, uh, dating back to Dan Mullen's staff. Uh, you get into that weekend, and it's going to be a lot of guys that seem to be where Florida's leaning pretty, you know, they're leading pretty well, at least in public opinion. Uh, Derek LeBlanc will be here for his official at Osceola. Will Norman, another IMG guy, defensive lineman. Um, Peyton Kirkland, offensive tackle out of Dr. Phillips. LeBlanc um, is going to be committing with teammates John Walker and Jakeem Jackson. Each of them are Gators targets on October 22nd. They actually announced that last night. Uh, figured we should share that here. He was supposed to commit with Peyton Kirkland at first and Malik Bryant. Uh, and by the way, Malik Bryant out of Jones will also be here, the linebacker. Uh, but they no longer are all doing it. LeBlanc had backed out. Therefore, it is just Malik and Peyton. That'll be on July 23rd. Brandon, I know that's a lot of names, commitments, info all coming at you at once. Uh, but that seems like the biggest weekend out of at least these two so far. Um, they've really stacked that weekend up with a lot of talent. Raylan Wilson, the Michigan linebacker commit, uh, is another guy that'll be there that weekend among several others. Absolutely. And there it is again, another linebacker that, you know, Bateman has an opportunity to make an impression on. Uh a lot of defensive players in that list. If you if you realize the Florida is really anchoring down on their you know the trenches, the second level, um, and even cornerbacks. I, I know that secondary recruiting has seemed to kind of surge with Corey Raymond at the, at, you know, at that post, anchoring that post um, thus far. But uh, in just terms of can I, can I just kind of give guys that I think that kind of highlight in that list. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's other guys there too. Like Nigel Harris is visiting. Um, yeah. I didn't list Bryce Levin in our last one, but the two commits are, those two commits at least will be stopping by as well. Yeah, you'll get those guys on campus who are trying to recruit the guys that they've you know grown up with that they've played with. So those two will be uh, taking a you know taking part in the the visiting activities. However, they're also going to be additional recruiting staff members for Florida. I would assume, uh, while some of their friends and teammates and such are are in tow so but one guy that you mentioned that I am actually very intrigued to see um well I mean I'm intrigued to see how all the visits go but namely uh Grayson Howard out of Jacksonville we know we talked about the pipeline coming out of California possibly out of IMG Jacksonville is another spot they hired Mike Peterson who was a um, very talented linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars he has history uh, in Jacksonville comes over from South Carolina. So I think going and getting a, a highly productive guy like Grayson Howard out of Jacksonville can kind of start getting the ball rolling there uh, in a, in a city where there is abundance of talent each and every year that comes out. And then, you know, you look at guys like Peter Woods who for, you know, he's had Florida, like you said, in that kind of highlighted spot for quite some time dating back to the last staff that interests me to see how, um, Sean Spencer, the new defensive line coach, is able to if he's able to go out and get a guy like that who would be a transcendent ta- transcendent talent in the trenches for Florida as they are desperately in need of interior defensive linemen going forward. And really just, I mean, you look everywhere, and this this list is star studded. You you don't you don't often see as many top tier guys visiting. Uh, you know, in the summer, uh, you you normally you see these guys kind of more in the fall, but. Florida's going to have an opportunity to close, close early. And I think uh, you're going to possibly 
see a lot of guys leaving Florida saying this is um, this is one of my you know top destinations. This is somewhere that I would love to kind of be in that final mix as I go throughout the rest of my decision process if they haven't already. In, in some cases, the place to be maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite a bit of talent. I think Nigel being there, he'll, he's a pretty solid recruiter, obviously well-connected out of IMG. He knows a lot of guys. Uh, Justice yeah. Haynes, running back from uh, from Georgia, is another guy that will be visiting that weekend. It, it truly is very star-studded among some other guys that will be there as well. Uh, they kind of, you know, not necessarily take a step back the next weekend, but not, a, not as Familiar, maybe to some people. Uh, Keldrick Falk uh, re- recently had Florida in his top schools list. You're going to have to forgive me for forgetting who all was in that list and how big it was. It's tough to keep up with a million names. Uh, Eugene Wilson, the third receiver um, out of Gaither in Tampa, Florida. He has pretty consistently had Florida near the top of his list. He's visited once or twice throughout the spring. Uh, he's definitely someone to watch as we go down the rest of the way. Uh, as Florida is put, probably going to take four Five receivers in this class. He certainly is a solid option, guy with a lot of speed. Uh, defensive lineman Cameron James is a guy that Florida started recruiting as of late, and he's up there. He's a big defensive lineman out of Olympia in Orlando. Creed Whittemore, another commit, will be here. Uh, Tommy Kinsler, Trinity Catholic Ocala lineman, has visited Florida like a million times since last year. Guy that's in the backyard. You know, like he, you want to get him here. Uh, he's got his official visit lined up for that weekend as well, um, that being the 17th of june among a couple other guys um i would imagine at this point in the month we'll have started to see some guys commit maybe players that don't necessarily have the top fives or a bunch of officials scheduled elsewhere um i think eugene wilson has said he wants to carry it on as much as he can but he's one of those guys that i kind of get the feeling like oh he might end up just loving the visit so much he shuts it down um, and there could be a couple players that follow that suit. Ideally, you want to see that on the June 10th weekend. But no matter what, like so many of those talented guys are going to take it to the end. You want to see them start building the foundation of this class with some good players, like solid players, uh, if not guys with still some pretty good potential. Absolutely. And I, I, Wilson, obviously, being one of those guys that they would that would be huge, not just for getting the ball rolling and commitments, but also at a position of need, Florida is desperately in need of those kind of speed wide receivers that can play out of the slot like Wilson can. If they're able to anchor down one of those alongside Creed Whittemore, who's also visiting that same week, that's per, that that you don't have a much better situation than that because then they can get into finding those X and uh, you know Z wide receivers. So then they're in a solid position. And then I kind of – Next, obviously, on on that Monday, so after this, you know, the 17th through 19th weekend, uh, Lucas Simmons, the offensive tackle out of Clearwater, is stopping back in for his official visit. Obviously, he's been someone that has shown up multiple times throughout his um, kind of recruitment process already. He's, uh, staff has tweeted about him multiple times. I, I know if any Gator fan has followed anything on Twitter, you've seen, you've seen his uh, people referencing him. Uh, from uh, and, and from time to time, uh, more like the entire staff at once, which is just yeah. incredible. All it's, 150 people tweet in five minutes, hey, and that's all that's on my timeline. The entire army getting after it. And then the next weekend, you're going to get uh, Samuel Omasigo, the linebacker who just put Florida in his 
um, top schools. Not it might have been today, honestly. And then also Andy Jean, who's been a high riser um, from Northwestern Miami, Florida. He's been someone that Florida has come on strong as of late. Looks like that's a possibility as well for Florida to find a talented wide receiver that can really make plays from everywhere on the field. Dude is an incredibly athletic wideout and has serious potential to be a star at the next level, despite what many, you know, can see as a three-star ranking. But nonetheless, a lot of guys coming in uh, here in the next few weeks, just the month of June in general. But that early stretch is going to be crucial as for them to start landing some some commitments from these guys. And then they can kind of let the rest fall into place as the month continues. And again, I can't wait to see what happens with Machado. It, yeah. I, I'm not comfortable making a prediction. Either way, again, I just do stick with the idea that final official visits before your commitment are a big deal. But, man, I'm very curious to see who these, like, surprise official commitments that would pop up in the week right after or two weeks right after Rashada hypothetically commits to Florida, who that would be. It may not just be guys from California. No, it might still be top players from Florida, but maybe we're talking like, you know, top 10, top 20, you know, in that five-star range. Um, They'll immediately pick up some serious steam if that ends up happening. That is a, that is a recruiting class changer and is, some momentum that I do think Napier's plan is, is going pretty decently so far, pretty solid, at least in high school recruiting. You want to see what happens when there's more than five commitments, but I, I think you can logically explain and appreciate all five of the commitments thus far that they've gotten in this class, but that would, that would change things. That would give them some serious momentum that they do need in their first year to you know, put them back on the map after what was a strong signing day back in December. Like, remind everyone, hey, like, we're going to do this for the long term. We're here and we're getting this thing done. Definitely, definitely. And I think that steam is something similar we've seen to Tennessee when they landed Nico Iumailea. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. You this, I just keep getting attacked with these names today. Anyways, but they landed Nico, the quarterback, who's kind of been that he's been transcendent in the NIL market. He's been someone that's been huge there. So, but we've seen some top guys start considering them. Obviously Carnell Tate out of IMG, um, Francis Magoa as well. And dude, there's another one. I might have missed that one. Now we go. There we go. Hey, that one's not that difficult. I just, I just didn't know it. Um, But you just, you know, you have a bunch of players that are now interested in Tennessee because they have that, talented quarterback at the helm that's anchored down Florida gets that there you know you might start seeing it might not be like Zach said guys out of California but I guarantee you you start seeing some big men on the offensive line wanting to protect him as well as skill position players that want to you know be able to catch the ball uh kind of play in in alongside him because of how talented he is um both in terms of his uh really just his ability to uncork it dude is crazy talented has a just a powerful arm is able to make throws all over the field. I, I genuinely believe that if with Florida having that last visit, that is a that that's priority number one going into June. It really is. It's it's the top left, you know, top remaining, um, or I don't want to say remaining, but it's the top thing they have to worry about, and then they can fill in the rest of the spaces after that. We shall see how that goes. Uh, before we wrap this up here. 
Brandon, I know you've got a note on basketball that you wanted to share. We're about to get into some workouts and really see what this team is going to look like for the most part um, in the upcoming season under new head coach Todd Golden. Absolutely. So Monday, June 6th, that's when the new squad that has taken in multiple transfers has uh, new faces at really everywhere you turn outside of the guys like um, Kwesi Reeves, Colin Castleton, Niles Lane, Myron Jones, um, uh, Jason Jatobo, and I, that might be it. I, I'm, I'm probably forgetting one, but that it is, it is a very new roster at the moment. So you're looking at multiple kind of new pieces and, and a new head coach, a new staff, everything. So it's just going to be a lot of figuring each other out. I think Todd Golden's going to want to see how the team performs shooting the basketball there. I know he's going to want them to work through some um, just kind of fundamental things, sloppiness coming down the court in terms of uh, where, you know, the passes that they're making, are they uh, making smart decisions, things like that. Cause you know how analytical that he kind of runs his team. He wants to see those high percentage passes, shots, et cetera. And so I think that's something he's seriously going to be looking for. I was texting with uh, Trey Bonham earlier today. He's the new VMI guard out of, or yeah, he's the new transfer guard out of uh, Virginia Military Institute. He's uh, gearing up to head into Gainesville on Sunday. So he's readying himself. And I, I have a feeling that's the case with all the um, players that are already in tow and at the University of Florida. So it's going to be an interesting thing for all those players to kind of start to gel. And I think it's going to take a little bit of time and it could span into the season just because there's so many different pieces. But like I said last week, this Florida team has the talent to be, to make some real noise going into the season. And Golden's going to want to see the flashes of that uh, early on in the summer. And I have no doubt that that's going to happen. I'm excited to see that as well. Meanwhile, Florida football has its uh, regimen phase going on right now. So players are here working out, conducting their own version of the uh, of the NFL draft, which we still don't have a great explanation on, but I'm sure we will get it here very soon. looks pretty creative. looks like the players are having a lot of fun. You can find it on Florida's social media pages. Uh, as well as you can find all of our stuff, you know, all over our social media pages. As I said at the start of the show, my Twitter is at Zach underscore Goodall. Brandon's is at It's B. Carroll. Uh, while you're here, while you're listening, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Let us know what you think of the show and what we can be doing better, what we could be doing, you know, differently. If there's anything, any tweaks you want us to make, if you want me to get rid of the dog that uh, that was barking earlier in the show, feel free to let me know. I understand that could be a bit of a, uh, bit of a pain. Um, check out our work over at Sports Illustrated's All Gators as well. Um, like I said earlier, we've got recruiting interviews that'll be coming here aplenty with official visits kicking off this weekend. Uh, I want to thank you guys for stopping by. I want to thank Brandon for joining the show today. Uh, Brandon, if you have any last words, uh, say it now or forever hold your peace. I just want to apologize to everyone for all the names I butchered today. Um, <laughs> I, I It wasn't intentional, obviously. I just, uh, I wasn't, I don't know. I, I, I apologize. And, you know, hey, I will say right now, it's not happening again. If I come back, I will make sure that I have every name properly pronounced first try. So bet on it. And if I don't, then hold me accountable. Bold of you because yeah. I can't hey, make that promise. Dude, I will make that promise because I know if we if there's anything, I will make sure I go through every p- potential person that we're going to talk about to make sure I have his name down. So we're uh, ready to rock out. I admire the dedication. Uh, and with that, you will certainly be back on the show. Thank you guys for listening. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.